We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, kitties, on this episode of Drinks with Binks, we welcome an NFL vet, Kirk Morrison, a human tackle machine turned broadcaster. We discuss what it's like to broadcast Pac-12 football in a precarious situation, a.k.a. the pandemic, how he really feels about who will win the 2021 NBA championship. It may or may not be the Lakers and how excited he is for Bill's Mafia. We're sipping on the L.A. special here, folks. That's Tito's on the rocks with three limes. Hey guys, welcome on Into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart-Binks, and we are about the midway point of the NFL season so far. There's been plenty of storylines to wet your palate. We've also, we're sort of somewhere in the middle of the college football season. I'm not really sure because so many different conferences have been all over the place. But nonetheless, that has also been very interesting to watch, and we're very thankful that we can watch sports right now because it has been just a very up-and-down year, to say the least. But to talk about this and a whole lot more, I'm very excited to welcome in my next guest an eight-year NFL vet he played with the Raiders the Bills the Jags he's now a media savant with ESPN covering college football NFL he's on the radio he also has his own podcast total coverage with Kirk Morrison on Sirius XM I'd like to welcome in Kirk Morrison so great to have you here today we know you're so busy so thank you for taking the time no, thank you for having me, Julie. Look, if there's anybody in the business who I would love to sit down and have drinks with, it'll be JSB. So if oh, I understand some soccer, some hockey may come into this, look, <laughs> I'm all for it, man. I'm, I told you, I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. Yeah, because good, because the college football and NFL stuff I talked about, we are not discussing here today. We are going to discuss <laughs> the Champions League instead. Um, no, but actually, like, funny enough, Kirk, like I know you could handle that because we have worked radio before where it is kind yes. of like whatever topic is of the day you have to kind of have an opinion on it right because you've been uh, you're, you're doing some radio too still so you've probably learned a lot more than just the gridiron yeah you know i just love sports in general right whether it's you know baseball obviously we talked to football but you know basketball as well uh think about it the masters is going on right now you know what i mean like it's masters week in golf you know, so know. i'm excited about that like yeah i know it just doesn't feel right right master we're talking about the masters in november uh, <laughs> but i'm excited about that i want to see who wins tiger getting back on the course and then 
Um, you know, obviously the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I still want to get your opinion on what happened with the Tampa Bay Lightning and how they were. Come on, Julie. Like, seriously, I'm pulling for Canada to get a title at least one more time. Um, but Well, yeah, there's all that, Canadian players on the team. That's all I'll have to say. Okay. That's, but look at you talking hockey here on the show today. Okay. Well, before we get into all that and more. What are we drinking and what are we toasting to today? Oh, what are we drinking? So I got the limes already in it, but I am a vodka on the rocks. Pre preferably, I'm a Tito's guy. So okay. Tito's vodkas, three lime juice squished right into it, little, three little limes in there. And and um, that's my go-to drink. You know why? Because you add, you know, you add ice. But then for me, it's one of those drinks where you could just sip it slow. Sip it slow. Okay, and then all of a sudden, the, the great thing about this, though, it sort of turns into like a uh, just like it turns into like water basically at the end. Mm. So you really don't know like your limit. You can keep going. And then until you get up, you're like, whoa, I may get too until, much. But... Yeah, you can't see anymore. You're blind drunk yeah. after a couple of weeks. All right. Well, <laughs> we will cheers with our, this is very L.A., by the way, because it's like 0, 0.0 calories in this. Yeah, as well. That and, um, and that, too. There you go. See, you yes. OK, so, yes, a, a wonderful drink. And <laughs> mm, and what is what are what's good good going on in Kirk Morrison's world? What are we? Are we toasting too? We did that wrong, um, but yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think we're just toasting to health, right? Great health. You know, we're living in a pandemic still, right? We we heard about the pandemic, you know, back in March, and we're still almost like in the same position, right? It's crazy to think that we hoped that things would have gotten better. And um, you know, full disclosure, I know I've I've, I've uh, I had COVID, um, survived COVID. Oh, you did! Wow. Yeah, and so what was that like? You know, it was different um, because you know I I think it's a fear that a lot of people have. Like when because I know I've had friends who tested positive. My my brother had tested positive as well months prior to me uh, having COVID, and so I was going through it with him. And it, like the the initial reaction is. Like, oh, my God, like you think like you, you're, you're thinking the worst. And he was, uh, you know, he had he did have symptoms. He wasn't the asymptomatic type. So he had symptoms and I know it was difficult for him, but he pulled through. And so it was like when it, when I got it, I was like, uh oh, same thing. And it's like it's yeah. hard, Julie, honestly, because here you want to educate people and tell people, hey, I have COVID-19. But yet so many people are don't understand it. There, some are still like, oh, stay away from me, get away from me, and um, and so I didn't really want the sympathy, you know. I didn't want people calling like, oh my God, are you okay? And Lord, you know, like, it, it was one of those situations that it, it happened. Uh, I am lucky enough to be asymptomatic and went through it, survived it, and been back, you know, full speed ever since. So it's um, that's what I'm cheering to 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 great health because yeah. I know a lot of people around the country are we're still fighting this COVID-19 and it doesn't seem to be slowing down, Julie. No, it, it definitely isn't slowing down. And I appreciate you giving us, you know, the the insight the into that, because as you mentioned, you, you <laughs> kind of don't really as you said, you don't want people to know in a way like you do want to know because of like contact tracing but like they do you find they kind of yes. look at you differently yeah and the contact tracing for me was a little bit different because i wasn't around a lot of people right i've already kept my uh you know my circle really really small and, and just i've been working from home pretty much um uh, you know this entire time with doing radio and television you know everything has been on you know zooms and and microsoft teams i mean i, I know literally any 
option to do a recording live. I've done it all in the last six, seven (laughs) months. So I know them all. Um, Yeah, you do. (laughs) It's funny though. I, I, I literally, I never used a lot of them before, but now like I know them all. So I was already working from home. So for me, that really didn't change. But um, I think, you know, one of the things that I couldn't do is which I love to is going to the grocery store, going to, you know, different places. Like I try to get my steps in at Costco, you know, just little things like that. Like I couldn't do anymore. And right. that's what, uh, that, that's what for me was, was hard to deal with, but, you know, went through the proper protocols, did everything and, you know, got my negative test back after, um, you know, going through quarantine and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm back 100% and now just, you know, given a lot of, um, you know, positivity to people who are going through it. Well, that's great. And I'm, I'm very interested to hear about Kirk Morrison's uh, post NFL <laughs> career, getting steps in at mm. Costco regimen. Cause that is quite an interesting <laughs> way to stay healthy, but uh, that, you know, obviously all things considered uh, you, we, I want to get into this. We only have a little bit of time right now, but you uh, were doing, mentioned working from home during the PAC 12, which started up last weekend and UCLA, Colorado. Initial thoughts on, um, you know, a conference coming back that had to just like wait and watch all these other conferences start. Yeah, literally the Pac-12 was the last conference of of the 10 conferences. Right. People will always talk about the, the uh, you know, the power five, but even the group of five, they all started before the Pac-12. And, you know, finally they joined the party. They had one of the first things ever for them was Pac-12 before brunch, right? We're so used to Pac-12 after dark, the late games on the West Coast and people on the East Coast staying up late. You know, I lived on the East Coast for a time or the Eastern time zone. So I know about those late 1030 Eastern kicks. And, you know, that was always been the Pac-12. But for them to do the Pac-12 before brunch, a noon Eastern kick, 9 a.m. local time, that was pretty fun. I thought it was pretty cool. USC taking on uh, Arizona State. Um, the only thing was they announced the president that day in terms of yeah. uh, who was, you know, who was who won the electoral vote. And so it kind of took away a ton of the ratings that I think the Pac-12 was hoping for. So it's been a rough yeah, going so it's for the Pac-12. tough to go up against that one that day. That was real tough ratings. And then they also had two other games that were canceled. So they had six games scheduled for the first week of Pac-12 play. Two games got canceled due to COVID, Washington and Cal and in Utah, Arizona. So only four games they had to play. Luckily, my game uh, that I worked last week was not canceled between UCLA and Colorado, even though they did have a positive test. Now mm-hmm. it wasn't considered, you know, uh, a, a person was asymptomatic. And I'm not sure he was on the travel roster, but there was uh, a lot for me. I was like, wow, well, is this going to be another cancellation? Cause I've had cancellations for COVID this year, uh-huh. Julie, I've had a cancellation or a postponement because of hurricane Delta earlier in the year. So 2020. Wow. And I, I want to give you a quote. This is a quote literally I got from Chip Kelly, right? Head coach at UCLA last week. He said, we live day to day, right? But in a COVID pandemic world, we literally live hour to hour, minute to minute. And I was like, yeah, coach, that is a metaphor for life. That is a quote for life. And that's the way I've been treating things. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the PAC 12. It's, you know, we can go day to day, but we almost have to be hour to hour with how we may have to change and adjust things. Yes, certainly. And as you mentioned, with uh, potential positive tests or negative tests, you never know if a game's going to get canceled, postponed, whatnot. We do want to talk a whole lot more about Pac-12, NFL and beyond, but we got to take our first time out on the program. We are drinking some Tito's with Kirk Morrison. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. 
Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Barton, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line. This is Gilbert Arenas, a.k.a. Agent Zero, a.k.a. the Hibachi. Catch me on Drink With Binks. Hey, guys, welcome back to Drinks With Binks. I'm JSB, and we have former NFL player turned media savant Kirk Morrison here (laughs) with us. And you've been broadcasting the Pac-12, which just came back last weekend, and you're doing it from home. What is something that the viewer couldn't possibly understand about what it's like to broadcast a game from your house? Wow. Oh, man. I don't think they will understand. Like, first of all, um, I think the prep that goes into it, that's something I don't know if people understand. Like, you do all the prep and you get ready to call a game. But calling it from home, Julie, is uh, it's different for sure. But I think what I miss the most about calling games on the road is that fan reaction. Like it is so much, and I've seen it just all through sports, whether we've seen the NBA bubble, we watched a little bit with, uh, you know, Major League Baseball, Julie, but I'm gonna be honest, like having fans in the stands, having fans roar, like the great moments for me, for me, like I've covered the last six Super Bowls and just the emotions of the fans and how loud they are and Mm -hmm. the big plays, the bad plays, like you can feel it, right? In my broadcast, usually I have that same emotion. You know what's a big play or what's a bad play. And it's kind of hard to get that feeling because you're not there. So a lot of it is just going off a feel, you know, acting as if Mm -hmm. I'm in the stadium, but I'm basically sitting at my home in some shorts and a suit coat and a shirt and tie. So that's probably the cool thing is that I don't have to get all dressed up. Yeah, it's uh, it's what, party at the bottom, business up top, you know. So that's been one of the things that uh, that's been cool about it. But I think it's sort of what um, the wave of the future, you know, obviously, I think with, you know, the way that the pandemic has been happening, a lot of sports are going on, but yet there's been limited fan capacity, but there's also limited, you know, you know, people who are able to be at the game and work at the game. So um, last week they didn't have Ralphie. Okay. So Ralphie is she, I wouldn't say is she is the Buffalo for the university of Colorado that runs out on the field before every single game. And she wasn't allowed to do that because of protocols and non-football people being allowed inside the stadium. So even football traditions are being hit by COVID. Yeah, even Buffaloes. Like, that's that's not fair for those Buffaloes. But I understand, yeah, because you're just bringing more people in. Um, And especially in those certain states and circumstances, a bit more different protocols. uh, speaking of fans not being at games, we saw the Lakers win the NBA <laughs> this year. Yeah. No fans. But what right. a time to be in L.A. Um, I think when I was there with you and we did L.A. radio, it was like, wow, LeBron's injured again. They're not going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Doom and gloom, all this kind of stuff. 
they win. Where, like, what part of you believes that they can repeat now when the season begins again in December? Because they got the two of the best players in the NBA. That's easy, right? Or the best player. LeBron James, regardless, is still the best player in the NBA. He's carried three different franchises to NBA titles. And when I say carried, yes, he carried three different teams. I mean, the Lakers hadn't been to the playoffs in almost a decade, and yet LeBron comes in after an injured season that we, you know, we were a part, we saw, we were, you know, broadcasting out of and change it all the way around. Now, Anthony Davis had something to do with it, but the Lakers are primed to really just put pieces around. I mean, they've already got the, the, the main piece, right? They've got the quarterback in my NFL terms. They've got the quarterback. Now it's what you put around the quarterback. And we've seen LeBron just really put together a bunch of cast off misfits in LA and got them all on the same Think about it. J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters got a ring this year. Right? Yeah, I know. Dwight Howard was, was like out of the league and he gets him yeah. back in, you know, it's those kind of things. Like Jared Dudley has been a guy who's kind of bounced around, but he's found a way to be on the roster and, you know, it's just it's crazy to think just how good those two guys are, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And regardless, just I think me and you could actually be on the team and they will still find a way to win. Well, the so. way you just yeah characterize a whole bunch of nobodies that can't play will definitely be there. Um, me, sign me up first if Ron can get me no, a ring. No, we, um, we got but, game. No, we good, Julie. We got game. We got yeah, game. Yeah, we got game. All right. Um, but OK, uh, yay or nay, you think they can do it again? Yeah, they can do it. No, they got the two. Your voice went up. That means that you're not so sure. Um, But it will be (laughs) very interesting to see. Don't worry. I'm not going to put you in a hard spot. Full disclosure. I'm born and raised in Oakland, California. I've been a lifelong Golden State Warrior fan. So there will be some competition this year as my Warriors will get back to having Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, we've got the mm-hmm. number two pick Pride in the Canada. NBA draft. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to let you know that can they do it? Yes. Am I hoping they do it? No. I want to see my Warriors right back because, All right. yes, I had a championship stolen by the team from the six. So, yes. Yeah, and and they they stole it in every right. <laughs> they, they It was sitting right there, and they were like, okay, no one else wants this right now. We'll just take this. Uh, we got a whole lot more to come <laughs> with Kirk Morrison here on Drinks and Things. Guys, don't go anywhere. We're sipping on some Tito's. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. What's good, everybody? This is Jerome Baker, Miami Dolphins linebacker. Um, I spent my bye week with Drink With Binks. It was water, but uh, you never know. You never know what was in it, but uh, let's just say it was water. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome back to Drinks With Binks. I'm JSB. We've got Kirk Morrison here, and we are... We've been talking a little NBA, but we're talking a little NFL now. And you cover the Rams 
They got mm-hmm. whooped by Tua in his <laughs> first game for the Dolphins. And I know that you've been right. you've been talking about him and his, uh, you know, really great start to his NFL career. You've seen a lot of quarterbacks come and go. Maybe what's something unique about you, what you've seen from him early that gives you the idea that he is going to be, a, you know, a, could be a Hall of Famer type of quarterback? I think one of the big things about Tua Tagovailoa is his poise, right? He's been poised. He's been in big games. Like you think about what he did his his freshman year, and when he came in for Jalen Hurts, and what happened? He goes out and at halftime comes in the game and and basically brings Alabama back, right? It's unbelievable what he was able to do to help his team win. And then you just watched him throughout the rest of his college career. And you just kind of knew, right? You just said, like, this dude is different. This dude is special. So I think playing in those big moments, he gets to the NFL, and what happens? The game is not too big for him. I think if he was fully healthy, Julie, I'm talking about from week one, he would have been the starter. But he was coming off the hip injury at Alabama, and everybody kind of pressed the pause button. But, you know, Miami never did. And so as much as I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, who was my former quarterback when I was in Buffalo, I really believe that Tua, it was Tua time in Miami because he's the guy for the future. And I said, you know what, let's just go with the young guy. And look, he's produced two wins already um, so far for the Miami Dolphins. Is he a Hall of Famer? We will see. But the talent is there. And I think he just has the demeanor, right? He has this Mm -hmm. calmness about him. He's got this swagger about him, too, that – that this isn't too big. And I think he's not too big on himself. He's not one of those guys that, hey, look at me. He's always going to deflect and put it on his teammates and say, hey, it's about what we did as a team, not what I did. And I think that's the kind of attitude you want from your franchise quarterback. Yeah, he seems just like a a really great person when you kind of see him in the postgame press conferences Uh and you saw him on the field uh, before or after the game that he was postponed. You mentioned Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Bills, baby. Bills are doing crushing, just <laughs> yeah. you know, seven and two right now, just uh, destroyed Seattle. You were there. There is still this mentality maybe from Bills fans, and you can speak to this as a former Bills player of like yes. not getting ahead of yourself, the whole Sean McDermott stay humble and hungry. Um, right. Are, 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 do you like what as like how excited are you for this city? And then also how timid are you to get excited? Well, I think I'm excited for him because I know what this means for the city of Buffalo. Like having lived there and been around it, like it was some of the worst days that I've ever been a part of when you lost a game in Buffalo on a Sunday and you drove to work on a Monday, right? It was just the streets were a little dirtier, right? Because just it was just, I'm just being honest. Yeah. It's like the streets are a little dirty because people are just like such in such a gloom, right? Because they really love their Buffalo Bills football. But I tell you, the days that you win, especially if you beat like a New England, I mean, I mean, everybody's up in the morning. I mean, the garbage man is tossing garbage into the truck, you know, with one hand. You got the street cleaners cleaning up. You got people high-fiving. You can go eat at any restaurant. Like, oh, you play for the Bills? Get over here. I got you a drink. I got you some chicken wings. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> but I'm, I'm being real. I think that, you know, for them, they've passed a lot of tests so far. Okay, Julie, I mean – they lost two games. Buffalo did. They lost two games to the two teams that were in the AFC championship, right? And the one team that actually won the Super Bowl in Kansas City. So you lose to Kansas City, Tennessee, like they're not a bad team. They're great. So I don't know why people fell off the wagon so quick. They're seven and two. And I'm looking at them now as I'll tell you, when I lived in Buffalo, it was about one thing. No one cared about the record, right? Everyone just said, how do you do against New England? And look, I know Tom Brady's not there. 
but they still beat New England with Cam Newton there. It's still the Patriots, regardless. This, the, the team name didn't change because Tom Brady left, but they beat New England. And I know that was huge for the city. And I'm pulling for the Buffalo Bills. I think Sean McDermott has got this thing going in the right right direction. They've got an outstanding quarterback in Josh Allen. They finally got the big play threat at receiver in Stephon Diggs. And so I think this is the year that they can break the Patriots. Was it 11 consecutive season streak of winning the NFC, I mean, the AFC East. So I'm, I'm pulling for the Buffalo Bills. It's a very good feel-good story. And as you mentioned, uh, that is exactly what Buffalo is. Uh, as someone who's right. been there a lot, I grew up in Toronto. It's sort of like our pseudo team in a way, but but it definitely is big. It means so much for the city. Um, it's a we got to take a quick time city. out, Kirk. Yes. But we will be back with more Kirk Morrison. Um, and we love the city of Buffalo here on Dreams of Things. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Hey, America. This is Chris Hahn, the host of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Look. It's all about November, and we've got to convince about 1% or 2% of Americans that the guy in the White House is a maniac. Shouldn't be too hard to do. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast with Chris Hahn. We need to take back America, or America won't exist. Download the Aggressive Progressive Podcast on iHeartRadio Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like what you're hearing? Check out Drinks with Binks on Fubo Sports Network every Friday night at 8 p.m. Stream it on the Fubo TV app, Roku, Samsung TV, and more. Oh, and don't forget, it's BYOB. Sorry, startup life. Hey, guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and binking here with Kirk Morrison. So many more questions I'd like to ask you, especially about your tackling <laughs> memories. But we'll get yeah. to that next time. Where can we find you next? What games do you have on the horizon? Oh, on the horizon. And like I said, hopefully, you know, while we're taping this, that, I, it, that my game stays packed, which is this week, University of California at Berkeley taking on Arizona State Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. That'll be on ESPN2. You can hear me there. And then Sunday, uh, my NFL duties go right into the, the great broadcast, the, the Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I'm on the Rams uh, game day net, uh, radio network. So you'll hear me on the pregame, the halftime, the postgame coverage as uh, the Rams look to start their second half of their season as they got their final eight games. You can also find me, the Total Coverage Podcast is on SiriusXM On Demand, SiriusXM app, or wherever you find your podcast, Apple, whatever. Go to the Total Coverage Podcast by Kirk Morrison. You can uh, hear me there as well. And throughout the SiriusXM uh, family of radio shows, I'm a, a constant host throughout. So that's where you'll find me in the next coming weeks, but also find me on at Kirk Morrison on Instagram at Kirk Morrison on Twitter. So honestly, that's where I find my schedule at a lot of times because literally I feel like I'm so damn busy. I got to go to my own Instagram and social media to figure out what I got going on week to week. Yeah. You're like, wow, I'm on that game. Didn't remember that. Also maybe leave some jobs for someone else there, Kirk. You're literally doing everything in the industry, but for good reason, you're a great analyst, great personality. Thank you so much for doing this here today. Awesome time. Just drinking and thinking with Kirk, drinking some Tito's and you guys know, 
where you can find us twitter instagram youtube at fubo sports as well as you can listen to the show in podcast format on spotify apple wherever you get your pods and we will see you guys next time bottoms up bitches bye